0: Hello and welcome back to an all new episode of the Bike Wallet podcast. Now, before we get on with this episode, I want to tell you about the previous one in which we brought you a roundup of all the new bike launches that took place in India last month. Do not forget to listen to that one. Now, as motorcycle journalists, testing bikes is one of the core aspects of our job and we undoubtedly love to do it. And in that case, The month of April was amazing as it brought along a host of new launches for us to test. A host of new bikes for us to test. And uh, there was quite some variety as well. From a limited edition Apache to a scooter worth as much as 12 lakh rupees. What more could we have asked for? So in this episode, we give you a lowdown of all the bikes we tested in April. And uh, joining us for this episode is our uh, regular guest Neil. Hi Neil, welcome to the show. And it's good to be back. So, uh, Neil handles the review section of uh, Bike Wale and makes sure we get as many bikes for review as possible. So, it only made sense uh, to get him for this episode. Let's start with the bikes uh, that we reviewed uh, last month, and uh, the list starts with the TVS Apache RTR 165RP. This bike is essentially based on the Apache RTR 164V with some changes uh, this is a limited edition model which was now which was limited to just 200 units and i'm saying was because uh, all 200 units have been sold out and uh, there are a host of changes in this bike and the first and the the most major uh, change in the motorcycle is in engine Uh, the valve the cams have been revised to extract more performance from the motorcycle and uh, the displacement is also uh, larger as compared to the stock RTR 164V so obviously there's some difference in performance this bike feels a little sportier a little peppier but uh, apart from that uh, there aren't any major changes we were expecting uh, a bunch of new features and maybe some adjustability uh, for the suspension Uh, but the feature list is the same and uh, uh, the suspension tuning is uh, as far as we know is also uh, the same as the rtr 164v and uh, but this bike really looks the part in terms of visuals uh, because it gets new paint scheme which looks extremely uh, swanky uh, with red wheels uh, dual tone seat and uh, graphics which is a combination of white blue and red splashes here and there and uh, but one thing about this motorcycle is is pricing so the price tag with which it comes it it it's quite on the premium side for a 165 cc bike and uh, even if tvs is demanding that much we believe there should have been more things in the bike and uh, to make it more desirable than the stock uh, rtr 164v but anyway if you If you all want to read uh, our elaborated say on the motorcycle, go to our review section and check out the review. Now, the next review is um, the BMW C400 GT. And this is a special one. And Neil did this review and I think uh, he'll want to talk about that.
1: I would want to begin by telling you the
0: price of the scooter, which
1: is, uh, as we found out, you know, the most uh, special bit about it. Uh, which was kind of extraordinary because uh, the scooter, it costs around 11.60 lakh on-road. Which is by far the most expensive scooter and probably will be the most expensive scooter for a uh, while. Well, uh, it's also the largest scooter available in India. Uh, the C400 GT. So, um, well, about performance, you know, it's it's got... Uh, I. Yeah, so the 349cc single-cylinder engine, I mean, it puts out as much power as the uh, 310R. It's got very similar numbers, you know, very uh, similar uh, platform, but it is uh, actually quite different. And, uh, well, the scooter is long, it's, it's big, it's also quite heavy. But on the move, on the go, it is not, uh, you know, you cannot actually feel that weight moving around. It's very, very manageable. Uh, although the front and the rear it does feel a bit disconnected uh, around corners but at high speed yeah it's never unnerving so uh, but you know uh, everything said for a 12 lakh rupee scooter the quality that bmw has offered is not quite uh, up to the mark you know it, a lot of its components feel uh, flimsy and uh, even the the black plastic they they are not completely black. They are, they have got this uh, tint of grey, which uh, you know by the looks of it feels like it, it does not feel like it will last very uh, long. You know, it's it's it somewhat reminded me of the Honda Activa. What? Yeah. So um, you know, it's the small things. It's it's the attention to detail that seems to be lacking on a scooter that you would pay twelve lakh rupees on. So. Um, that is one, you know, one big gripe that I found. The second thing is, you know, being a maxi scooter, you would expect it to have, uh, or at least we are taught to expect a maxi scooter to have, like, a lot of space. Yeah. It does have two glove boxes at the front, which are quite usable. It's huge, I mean, uh, you can keep a phone, a wallet, probably even a water bottle. Uh, but the under-seat storage, uh, it is, uh, if I'm not wrong, is around 31 litres. And, uh, yeah, I mean... You, you once you open up the boot you realize that that isn't the case there isn't a lot of space to keep a lot of uh stuff and uh, and that is you know because of just the design of the uh, of the under seat although they are offering the flex case along with the scooter uh you know that uh, allows to keep a helmet in but and that adds an additional 15 liters but um you cannot ride the scooter when the flex case is opened. So that that kind of makes it pointless. And uh, even without it open, you can probably just keep like a bag or probably a jacket. But that's about it. You know, there's not a lot of spaces that the scooter offers. So uh, by the end of the review, you know, by the end of it, uh, the only thing uh, I found special, as I said, at the start was probably the price because you, it, it brings that exclusivity. To the scooter you know you're riding a 12 lakh rupee scooter is some some solid some heavy bragging rights right there but uh, apart from that it's it's not very uh, extraordinary when it comes to performance uh, when it comes to storage space but uh, that said it is extremely comfortable to be on especially on um, long distance rides where uh, your roads are good because uh, the suspension uh, on the other hand, is 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 pretty stiff even with uh, Pillion on board. So uh, yeah, talking about stiff, uh, the next <laughs> the next review we did was uh, the YSD Scrambler, and uh, I think you have ridden that bike before, uh, although Pratik uh, reviewed it this time. Uh, what would you have to say about that?
0: So YSD Scrambler, YSD is uh, the brand has been resurrected uh, by classic legends. The same brand which sells uh, Java motorcycles in India. And uh, they came back, the brand came back with three motorcycles and the scrambler really stands out because of its, uh, you know, proper scrambler styling, like the authentic scrambler styling inspired by those British scramblers. And uh, we, in terms of visuals, we actually don't have anything else in the market, uh, anything similar so styling is one aspect of the motorcycle which will which i think will attract a lot of young riders or maybe riders of different age groups but the problem is when you get up close with the bike you start you know seeing small small issues firstly it's the uh, the build quality paint chips here and there in paint chips of uh, small nuts and bolts which you might ignore also but the main core of the motorcycle the engine now, let, let me start with the positives. Uh, this engine is peaky, you know. It The overall uh, character of the motorcycle is sporty. So, it will it will rev high, you know, six-speed gearbox. And uh, it has a lot of, uh, not a lot, but decent amount of uh, top-end performance. So, it will keep you engaged and keep you excited. But the problem is when you pass the 6,000, 7,000 RPM mark, there are a lot of vibes that creep in on the handlebar and footboard, uh, footrest. And uh, even the engine, the character of that engine is is strangely noisy, you know, I mean it feels it strained, right. I mean, the, the movement, you know, the actual uh, portion of the power band where the fun lies, that's where the vibes and uh, the noise is an issue. So that's one thing about the engine. It's comfortable. I mean, the overall riding triangle is upright and uh, I, I haven't ridden it like a for a, over a long distance. But I'm sure it will be comfortable. But you know the suspension as you said. About stiffness. So stiffness I think for me personally it's an understatement. Because man that suspension the rear especially. You can sense the stiffness even when you're standing on the bike you know. Not just when you're sitting. You can feel it kicking so hard. So uh, the rebound is so fast. The springs feel so stiff. I mean um, I don't really want to. Bash the motorcycle But that's what it is man I mean It's uncomfortable And for Indian roads uh, Not everyone will be Standing up and riding No But One thing about that motorcycle Is there are positives also When you sit on the bike The overall Ergonomics And the the Cockpit area If you can Call it that It it urges you To ride the bike hard And it can It can go hard also I mean if you ignore The noise and uh, Vibrations It can be ridden hard There is performance there are features also the uh, the fancy lcd instrument cluster two dual uh, charging ports a usb also it's, it's quite uncommon even the left hand side uh, switchgear it uh, it feels new you know it's very
1: refreshing for a bike of that uh, segment because uh, because of those four uh, buttons mm. yeah it's it's something that you have not uh, uh, it's not very common yeah. if i could say and as you said about the suspension uh, you know, um, I'm on the lighter side of things, so most uh, motorcycles, you know, they feel stiff, but the scrambler is stiff on another on another level altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's something yeah. that I could not really live with, and um, if I'm not wrong, you know, that's that's the opinion of uh, uh, a lot of our colleagues. That is one big gripe that I found with the scrambler. You know, I like the engine, uh, although I wish. It did not have as much vibrations at its point where you know you have that performance and then it starts vibrating and then you're you're like yeah it's it's kind of a turn off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can check out uh, the review on uh, the bike Valley website. The entire review. We've also compared it with uh, the Royal Enfield Scram Four Eleven, which is our long termer right now. Uh, I I'd get to that uh, probably in another podcast altogether because. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i have so much uh, such mixed feelings about that bike but uh yeah so um well so you know as we touched upon the topic of the scrambler already um i rode both back to back on the same day uh, and uh, the the royal enfield scram is is not is not very special to be to begin with yeah yeah uh, the way it looks you know it's derived from the himalayan it's it's not something that you would look and go like wow, this is a motorcycle that I want. But that's the case with the SD scrambler. You know, it looks different, as you said. But then as you get on the motorcycle, as you get on the motorcycle, the scrambler, the SD scrambler, it does feel uh, it does feel welcoming. So does the scram for that matter. It does feel welcoming. You know, the seat has got, you know, the it's got adequate cushioning. The scrambler uh, with its that ribbed pattern seat, it it's it's well cushioned too, mm. but that's just the start. You know, once you start riding both the bikes, they feel very different in terms of performance. You know, BS thing uh, BS6 has uh, kind of brought that kind of you know lethargy in motorcycles, so you can't exactly bring that point out. But um, which motorcycle I would pick out of the two? Uh, that would be it would be the scram you know Uh, because firstly the ride quality is much much better compared to the scrambler Uh, second of all it's got better build quality compared to the SD scrambler and uh, thirdly I think it's it's also a little more affordable so that kind of you know raises the question uh, about which you would prefer as a buyer, yeah. So, uh, as a motorcycle, I would still prefer the Scram. I think even uh, Prateek who has reviewed and compared both has also preferred the Scram. And uh, it has uh, quite quite a number of points compared to the Scrambler. But uh, at the end of the day, I still wish, you know, YSD could come up with a better, better package, better finished package. Yeah, man. I mean, I was expecting a lot from the Scrambler when I first saw it, first saw the pictures. Uh, because again, you know, the way it looks is, it's it's quite promising. And yeah. once you start riding, it's a different story altogether. Uh, but that's the that's topic for another day. Uh, let's get to um, the final uh, review of the month of April. And that is the Triumph Tiger Sport 660. I remember... Uh, Pratik telling me uh, about the Tiger Sport uh, when we were actually riding the Trident down to uh, the Natrax. Mm. So, uh, we were quite excited, you know, all of us were quite excited about uh, a longer travel suspension on the Trident because we have ridden that motorcycle extensively. We've loved the engine. And, uh, you know, actually everything about the bike, it's very, very likable. The three times that I've ridden the bike, I couldn't find any... Uh, flaws per se on the motorcycle which is very rare but uh, uh, on the Tiger Sport I think Abhishek rode it Uh, I think uh, he had a very similar outlook on the Tiger Sport which uh, if I may repeat is based on the Trident he had a very similar outlook that it is uh, it's suited for beginners you know it's very tractable and stuff like that so uh, what would you have to say about the motorcycle? You have read in, uh, I mean, you have read uh, Abhishek's review, yeah, 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 and you spoke to him about it also, if I'm not wrong. What, what do you think about
0: the? So Abhishek was of the opinion that this bike is not only beginner friendly, but it can entertain even uh, experienced riders, which is the case with that overall 660 cc platform. Yes, you know that inline uh, three cylinder engine. It's very smooth, very tractable, and uh, extremely. I mean, not extremely. But quite punchy the performance. But uh, it's very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. But there were a few journalists uh, I came across their uh, reviews and they were like, there could have been better top-end performance from a bike which is a six-sixty cc inline triple cylinder. Uh, if you really go on to you know uh, ride the bike to its full potential, uh, there are some small small things which you which are a bit of a letdown. I mean, ex- uh, apart from the top-end performance, there, there's a suspension also. When you are riding at, let's say, moderate speed or at control speeds for a given uh, road surface, it's it's okay. Mm. It's nice, it feels plush. But when you start pushing it, maybe in uh, maybe in terms of uh, flicking it from side to side around corners or uh, going through rough patches, the suspension at times, you know, it uh, bottoms out very easily. That's what a few journals had to say. I mean, Abhishek had a different uh, point of view but um, overall a nice package because we didn't speak about uh, the way it looks I really like the way the Tiger Sport looks I mean it's a it doesn't have that um, tra- Tiger uh, styling DNA no because it's uh, based on the Tiger Sport 1050
1: right so that's very it yeah, actually yeah. Is, it resembles the Tiger Sport
0: twelve. correct so uh, it, it looks very uh, quite sporty and, and it, it Really catches your attention in terms of styling. Mm-hmm. Uh, features are decent, like a t- typical Triumph. So, uh, if someone wants to you, really, you know, uh, want a sport tourer and they don't want the Kawasaki versus 650, maybe they can surely look at the Tiger Sport 660. But uh, if anyone of you is uh, planning to buy this bike and want an elaborated review of the motorcycle, do not forget to check out uh, the review on the website and. Uh, This was about the first ride or road test reviews of motorcycles. We have plenty of long-term reviews also that went up on BikeWale. It was about the classic, uh, the Aerox, if it uh, fits as a family scooter. There were a couple of uh, gear reviews also. So, do not forget to check them out. And I want to thank Neil to join me for this episode. Thank you, Neil. Thanks, Anuj. So, if you have any suggestions for us, do write into to us at uh, podcast at bikewallet.com and do not forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And uh, I'm your host Anuj and I'll see you.